You're listening to the 79th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. We continue in Midrash Bitochen, ideas from our sages that have to do with Bitochen. The Pasuk tells us, King David says, I will pour out my conversation in front of Hashem. So, Rasi Lefon of Agid, I will tell Hashem about my troubles. It's very interesting, it's very beautiful. The Midrash tells us, you know, some people might be afraid to say in front of Hashem complaints, or maybe they're not afraid, they're not sure if it's the right thing to do. But says the Medrash, it is appropriate for a person to pour out their conversation, pour out their feelings, pour out their troubles to Hashem. That's what the righteous do. Pasuk says, there's a, pr- a prayer of a poor person, an ani, right? As my Rosh Hashiva points out, the word ani is unique. When it comes to referring to a poor person, we don't call him a beggar. We don't call him any negative derogatory term. We call him an ani, which, me- which means somebody who is ma'una, someone who has pain, someone who has troubles. The prayer of the ani, of the poor person, the ma'una, the one who is in pain, he pours out his conversation, his feelings in front of Hashem. We find that Chana, the mother of Shmuel, the mother of the prophet who would bring to us King David, King Shaul, David HaMelech, Shaul HaMelech. She was a tremendous tzaddikis. And what did she say in her prayer to Hashem? She spoke with anger. She spoke with upset. She wasn't afraid to say how she felt to Hashem. She didn't say it in a way which was questioning Hashem. She just said it in a way which was upset. She poured out her feelings. That is the way of the righteous. What is Hashem's response to the tzaddik? How does Hashem respond to this righteous individual who indeed pours out his, his feelings? He expresses to Hashem all of his problems. Hashem responds to that person, throw upon me all of your troubles. And Hashem promises that He is going to sustain that person. The troubles that we have, it's not a sin, it's not a problem to tell Hashem that we're not enjoying the troubles that we're going through. It's not a problem. It's a good thing to do. We have to, of course, be careful. Hashem is our King. Hashem is the Master of the Universe. He knows what's best for us. And sometimes we need the troubles, the challenge, for whatever reason, to perhaps clean off some sin, or perhaps because Hashem wants to bestow on us very great blessings, and we may not deserve it. But in any event, while we're going through the trouble, while we're going through the difficulty, it is appropriate to spill out our feelings, spill out our guts in front of Hashem and to tell Him how we feel, and indeed, subsequently throw all of our troubles onto Hashem. That's concept number one. Throw upon Hashem your troubles. Let Him take them over. His shoulders are big enough to carry them all. Second point. Ritzanchem Praklit. Another Medrash. This is a Medrash also in the Shekhar Taif. Another Medrash says like this. Get to the page. Ritzanchem Praklit. Do you want a defending angel, an a advocate for you, that will stay forever? All you need to do is trust in Hashem. If you trust in Hashem, the very fact that you trust in Him is something that stands in your good stead, not just now, in, the world, in this world, but also in the world to come. 
Shenemer. How do you know? Because the Pasuk says, it's in Tehillim, Kuf Mem Vav, Pasuk Hei. Ashrei Shekel Yaakov Israel. Sivrael Hashem Alekov. Praiseworthy is the one who the God of Jacob is there to help him. He places his trust in Hashem. So how do you know that it lasts forever? Pasuk is talking about the fact that we're, we're having Bitochan. How do you know that this is something that stands in your good stead in this world and in the next? Because do you know, says the Medrash, in whom you are trusting? You are trusting in the one who created the heavens and the earth. It says Hashem, from the moment that I stretched out the heavens and I laid the foundations of the earth, have they ever moved? There's nothing more solid than the earth. There's nothing more intense the, that represents, right? Like we say, Azinu Shemaim, the Aretz, right? We refer to the heavens and the earth as something that will last forever. There's nothing that's more powerful and more enduring than the heavens and the earth. Have they ever moved from their place? So the Pasuk says, first, First it says, Praiseworthy is the one who places his faith in Hashem. God is the one who created the heavens and the earth. And the message of the Medjush, as explaining the message of the Pasuk is, that when you place your faith in Hashem, so besides the fact what we spoke about previously, that Hashem created everything and therefore He can do anything and He can solve all of our problems. But at a different level, the Pasuk is telling us that when we place our trust in Hashem, we have accomplished something which is equivalent to the heavens and the earth. And that equivalence is that our trust stands in our good stead forever and ever. It's something that cannot falter, it can never fall. It can never be lost. Just like the heavens and the earth are powerful, they remain forever. Human being, in a million years from now, who knows what will be, right? But the heavens and the earth will still be here. So too, our bitachon is something. Besides for the fact, of course, and this is something I like to reinforce, to remind ourselves of, besides for the fact that, of course, our bitachon is something that helps us right here, right now, gives us a different mood, it gives us a different hope, it gives us a positivity and optimism. Besides for that, this is something that changes who we are spiritually. Even if our, our prayers don't seem to be answered, but we're different people because we are people who trust in Hashem. We're different people because we are people who have concern for our relationship with Hashem. And this is something that, like the heavens and the earth, stand in our stead for all time. Next section. Also, it's a Medrash. Medrash HaGadlam Parshas Vayeshev. By the story of Yosef. Yosef, we all know, he was stuck in jail. He says to the Saramashkin, please remember me, don't forget me. And because he placed his trust in a human being, Yosef was on a very high level. He should have placed his trust completely in Hashem. He should have seen that salvation is nearing. He shouldn't have said anything extra. He shouldn't have said it twice. The Pesach says the result was that the Saramashkin did not remember Yosef. This message also brings that same Pesach. Praiseworthy is the one who places, who knows that who is the, the 
who is the one who saves him? Where does the salvation come from? It comes from the God of Jacob. Let's see the difference between somebody who knows that who's going to be his patron. Interesting word here used in Pichroina means his patron. Who is going to be his patron? If I seek God to be my patron versus someone who seeks a human being to take care of him. First of all, not only when you place when a person places their faith in a human being, not only he's taking a risk that his that his desires will not be fulfilled, also that person becomes included in the concept of or there's a curse on such a person, Kidiksiv, Pasik says in Yermia. Right next to the famous Pasuk of Baruch HaGever, Hashem, praiseworthy, blessed is the one who trusts in God. Right there it says, Or HaGever, Shayiftach Ba'adam. Some busters really, really. Curses the person who places his trust in a human being. And he believes that the strength of a human being is going, or the strength of a, of a flesh and blood person is going to take, take care of him. Right, so there's a curse that comes on somebody who places his faith in a human being. What happens to the person who places his trust in Hashem? Hashem is my patron. Not only does his, are his needs fulfilled, he's blessed. He's blessed. Which means that your whole life is a different life. It's not just that you get what you need, but you're in the rut. You're in the, you're in the, you're in the flow. The good things are on their way. You're in a different place. The person who trusts in a human being, they get stuck in a rut. Not only do they not get what they need from that human being, they don't get anything. They're, they're in a space which is disconnected from Hashem. Blessed is the person who trusts in Hashem. Hashem will be his trust. So he has a blessing that comes upon him. His life is blessed. He lives a different life because of it. And his request is fulfilled. And the measure finishes off with a, with a chilling statement. Joseph placed his trust in human beings, in flesh and blood. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. He said it twice. This is a double language. Yosef was not remembered by the Saramashkim. He was forgotten. He was forgotten. So there's a deep, there's a deep rut that a person gets into when they trust in human beings. When they trust in Hashem, his whole life is transformed. Okay, so that's point number three. Let's see together point number four. When the Jewish people heard about the idea of negoim, which is the fact that there are physical ailments that come upon a person who speaks Lashon Hara, speaks gossip about others, who has egotistical behavior. And I'll add something to this as we read it. Besides for that, Nisio, when they heard about the punishment, when they heard about saras, these, this, this spiritual leprosy that comes upon a human being, if they speak negatively about others, if they act egotistically, 
So they were afraid. What's going to be? What's going to happen to me? Moshe says to the people of Israel, do not fear. These punishments come upon idolaters. I have a secret for you, the Jewish people, the people of Israel. All you have to do is eat and drink and be merry. Why? Who is the one who has these pains? Who is oppressed? As Pesach says in Tehillim, chapter 32, verse 10. It's the wicked person. It's the one who does not place his faith in Hashem. When you have bitachin in Hashem, we've spoken about this before, but we saw, I believe, in the Beis HaLevi, all of the problems come in our Benadam L'chaveri. Why do we speak negatively of other people? Why do we act egotistically? Because we're trying to grab something that we think belongs to us. Right? When a person has bitachin, he knows everything that I have is exactly what I am meant to have. If I have success, if I have fame, if I have wisdom, all of the things that I see that someone else has, if I don't have those things or I feel like I don't have those things, that's because Hashem does not want me to have those things. The person who doesn't have bitachon, the person who doesn't have the proper outlook and recognition that every single thing that a person has is exactly ordained on him by Hashem. Right? That's, that's what's going on here. The Yomim Neiroim. What's this joy? What's this incredible joy that as we go into Sukkot, we're so joyful, we're so excited because we recognize that everything that we have is exactly what we're supposed to have. Everything that comes to us is because it was decreed on Rosh Hashanah, on Yom Kippur, and that's exactly what we're supposed to have, exactly where we're supposed to be is where we are. When you have that recognition, I don't need to lord over others. I don't need to speak negatively of others. I don't need to, to knock the other person down. Not to feel better myself. Oh, that guy, this, that guy, that. It's not necessary. You don't need to be afraid. The one who doesn't have the bitachon, the one who doesn't have the secret of faith in Hashem and recognition that everything that we have is exactly what we're meant to have, doesn't have that relationship with Hashem. So that person is a rasha. We call him a wicked person. Why? Because he doesn't have that connection. So he's always trying to grab. He's always trying to say something negative. Rabbi Machoivim la rasha. The wicked person who doesn't have a connection to Hashem, he's the one who's going to end up with the Negoim until he wakes up. Until he wakes up and recognizes, hey, there's nothing to say about anybody else. There's no negativity in the world. There's nothing that anyone can grab of mine that, that belongs to me that someone else could take away from me. Exactly what I have is exactly what I'm meant to have. Exactly what he have, has is exactly what he's supposed to have. If I have that, Hashem Besides the fact that I live a more happy life, a positive life, I live in Hashem's space. There's no machoivim. There's no pain. The pains are different. The pain's different. If I have pain, I recognize this is also from Hashem. If I have challenges and difficulties. The bottom line of it is, Be happy. Eat. Drink. Rejoice. What a wonderful life we have. We're so lucky. We're so blessed. You don't appreciate the blessings. When you trust in Hashem, you start to look, you realize you're surrounded completely by blessings every, in every direction, from every direction. Unbelievable. Okay, last point for today. 
Shkan Eretz Re'e Amunah. This is a Yalkut Shemayni. In Tehillim. Sorry, this is a Pesach in Tehillim. Lama Zayim, Per Gimel. Trust in Hashem and do good. Dwell on the land and shepherd faith. B'chagim Esar Sadeh Kura. B'chagai would switch around the Pesach. Because the Pesach says, trust in Hashem and do good. And he said like this. Trust in Hashem and do good. Read it the opposite way. Do good and trust in Hashem. What is the idea? This is comparable to a, an agronomist. An agronomist, he says here, is a person who is like an officer who walks through the shuk. He walks through the market and he checks and makes sure that all of, the, all of those who are selling in the market, the weights that they're using are accurate. So that no one gets ripped off. This guy comes out, the officer comes out, he's checking through all of the weights of the different vendors in the shuk, in the market. There was, he saw there was a guy who was like trying to hide. Why are you, why are you hiding? Said the officer. Just make your, make your weights and measures accurate. You don't have anything to be afraid of. So too, says the Medrash. And this is an important point here because we've spoken about this before. We've spoken about the fact that even a Russia, even someone who's not doing Hashem's will, has the ability to have faith in Hashem. But here's another point, and that is this is an essential point. This is such an important one. There are many vehicles and ways to get to Bitachin. We actually just spoke about it in our Bitachin group. We're discussing why is it that it seems like Bitachin, you know, when you're in a, you're, you're in a quandary, you're stuck in a corner. You cannot be talking, then and Hashem saves you, helps you. Can I be talking without the pressure? Is it possible? So the answer is that be talking is a certain feeling, it's a certain lack of egotism, I would say. Right? We saw in the, in the last piece. Egotism is the opposite of be talking. But there are other paths into this feeling of humility, call it, or of perhaps spiritual pressure. There are other paths into that feeling. One of them is Asetaif. Do what's right, and you can trust in Hashem. Right? Like, the guy comes in here and says, Hey, are, you, are, your, are your weights and measures accurate? Are, are you doing things right? And the guy is hiding in the corner because he's, no, he's not doing things right. Start off doing things right, and you have nothing to fear. Right? If we act in proper ways, let's say a person has a challenge in a certain area, I don't know, jealousy of others we talked about, it could be any area. A person has a challenge in a certain area and he says, Hashem, you know, I'm going to make a commitment to you. I'm going to work on this area. It's starting off a new year, right? We want to have something to work on. I'm working on this area. I'm going to do something challenging. I'm going to say maybe Ashayotzer with Kavana a few times a day. I'm going to say a brach with Kavana. I'm going to say the first brach of Shemon Esrei, whatever. So you can pick a lot of, there's lots of things that we can work on. That should be a schos. It should be a merit. That I don't have to fear other things. I don't have to be afraid, perhaps, that my flight will be on time, that I will make my flight in time, that the connecting flight, I won't miss my connecting flight, like we spoke about some time back. Hashem, I'm making, I'm making I don't want to say making a deal with you, Hashem, because who says that Hashem is beholden to my deal, but I'm, I'm making a commitment to you. And I ask you, Hashem, to... to Respond in kind and show 
that you are here with me because I'm committed to you. I'm doing something hard. Asay taif. Ubitach Bashem, says the Medrash. We cannot be talking. We can get into that space, perhaps in other ways. But this is a key, a ticket inside, into the world of Bitachin. Be scrupulous in a mitzvah. Pick a mitzvah to be so careful about, extra careful about. And see how HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds to our commitment. See how the commitment to us and our needs and the flow of goodness and the blessings in our life in our lives occurs because we've committed in that way. Thanks so much for listening. See you again next time.